the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. Good morning, everybody. I am excited to have you live with me today on the show, or maybe you're listening to the recording. Uh, but I've got a I've got a special guest for you today, and this is somebody I got to actually know her pretty well. We were roommates together on a networking cruise, and uh, not only is she a fabulous person, we happen to be the same size, and uh, she showers at night, I shower in the morning. We both push snooze about three times a day, so she was a fantastic roommate too. So, um, and I got to know her. Not only is she a financial uh, wizard are really helping people fulfill their dreams, but a great person too. Welcome to the show, Ashley. Ashley, are you there? I'm here. Thanks for having me. And I have a huge shout out to Ashley because literally I, I was thinking last night uh, about this, had someone drop out last minute for the show. And I thought, who could I, who could I bring my viewers uh, that really could add value and Ashley's name popped into my mind. She's actually traveling today. She's pulled over on the side of the road, <laughs> outside of the car, just so she could join us on our show. So uh, thank you so much for doing that, Ashley. And uh, here, here's why I wanted to have her on the show today. Uh, I mean, have any of you ever had something you wanted to do and you were limited by finances? I know that's so true for me, especially when I was first getting started in my business. And they always say, you know, it takes money to make money. But what comes first, the cart or the horse? If you don't have money, how can you invest into uh, fulfilling your dream and leaving your legacy and your education? And so luckily I was able to uh, be connected with somebody who was able to get me some money so that I could invest in that. Uh, Ashley does that for people, helps them fulfill their dreams. So if, if you're a person who you've thought to yourself recently, oh, if only I had the money to do this, or gosh, I wish I, I could invest in uh, my career or leaving my legacy or fulfilling my dream, Ashley's the person who can help you do that. And Ashley has been... Uh, invited as an expert to, I think, over 200 events uh, just in the past year or two. She has worked with 70 of the industry's top leaders uh, when it comes to speaking and entrepreneurs and really the thought leader world. And um, she is, is helping many, many people be able to fulfill their dreams. Um, Ashley, I, I, you know, something I do to start with every show is I always give my guests permission to brag. So I've bragged a little bit about you, uh, but is there anything you want to add to that? Any any bragging you want to do about your your accomplishments? <laughs> uh, I think you handled it pretty well. But yeah, like Allison said, you know, I've I've traveled around the world with a lot of these thought leaders. I've had the you know honor of sitting with a lot of them, hearing what everyone is struggling with and how to how to help with that and how to you know work with these clients students people personally to really help them get to that next step and get them those uh, you know initial ground roots that they need to get started and you know it's it's really been a great time really been awesome and i've gotten to work with some of the top people, like we were just with Les Brown. Yeah, Les was uh, great. A lot of, uh, yeah, a lot of these great thought leaders and 
and people who are really making movements in the world. So it's been awesome and yeah. I think think you handled that pretty well. Well, good. Well, I love love to brag about uh, Ashley. And and here's what she does in a nutshell. When we were on the cruise, we uh, had a women's mastermind. We were going around saying what we did and... And Ashley said, Allison, why don't you sum up, you know, what do you, what do you see that I do well? And when it comes to being successful, we all know that there's a what, a how, and a why, you know. And the, the why is kind of in the center, and then we have the how surrounding that, and then the what. And most people have a pretty strong handle on their why, and most people know pretty well what they want to do. It's just that how piece that's missing. And Ashley really is the person that helps people figure out that how whether it be financial or, you know, just sitting and talking with her. She helped me so much uh, fill in the gap of that how a little bit. So, Ashley, if you could sum up just in two sentences or less exactly what you do for people. We're going to get later on in the show, we'll get more into that, but you have a really incredible personal story that I want to get to first. But just so everybody understands exactly what you do, if you could sum it up in two sentences or less. Yeah, absolutely. So what I do is... um with Sprout Financial, we provide unsecured lines of credit at 0% interest for 12 to 24 months. So what we do is we come in and we provide a funding solution for our partners, as in our speakers, our coaches, our thought leaders of the world, our business brokers, and we provide them a solution for all of their clients who need funding to really step into that next phase of their path and of their you know, movement as they need that funding to start doing those next developmental processes that they need to start putting in place. Yeah, well, and I I really think that's great. But so you you have a story behind this, though. And I know you have a why behind what you're doing. And it hasn't all been a bed of roses for you. So did you just wake up one day and say, hey, I want to help people with financing? What's your story? How did you get into all this? No, absolutely. Uh, I started, and I've been around this industry for almost 10 years now, and I actually personally have been somebody who's been sitting in a room wanting to move forward and hearing huge, a huge number in front of me and not being able to you know, have the capital in my own bank account to do it and not knowing how I was going to get started. And from there, I had some of my own businesses, and, and I, at a certain point in time when I thought I had you know, everything figured out and all of my finances and all of my things happened, I was struck with um, a form of cancer. And at that point in time, my world shifted and I, you know, got rid of everything. I shut down my business and I went from what I thought was on top of the world and income and stability to nothing. Well, and, and you had to cruise. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Well, you know, I I was thinking about this. You you expressed to me um, when we were talking the other day that there was at one point in your life where you actually had a birthday party, and everybody that came to that birthday party actually thought they were coming to say goodbye to you. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. So towards the towards the end of my treatment uh, was one of my birthdays, and it was two days after my final treatment. And it was the strangest thing I've ever experienced. It was as if I was attending my own funeral. Uh, it was put online. Uh, that it was my birthday, and friends and family were welcome. And I walked into a room of people I hadn't seen since I was a child, and all of my friends that could make it. And um, 
everyone there as if they were saying their final goodbyes. And to me, yeah, to me, it just, you know, it really struck me of not only do all of these people think I'm going to die, but in that moment, although I had already made the decision that I wasn't going to live or that I was going to live, I made the decision that this, this couldn't be their fate for me either. And that I wasn't going to let myself or my dreams or anything I was going after to die or die with their, with theirs. Well, you know, what that reminds me of is, you know, Les Brown, who, of course, we we just spent some time with on that cruise, and I know you actually got quite close to him, but uh, you you and he share some similar experiences in that regard. But one of of my favorite quotes by him, and I'm I'm not going to quote this exactly, obviously, but he says, you know, when you're on your deathbed, do you want all those unfulfilled dreams, those unwritten books, those things you didn't do, staring down with you at angry eyes, wondering why you didn't do that? And uh, really, the graveyard, he says, is the place where people's dreams go to die and unwritten books go to lie. So you actually had, it may be a blessing in disguise, but you actually had that experience where you were on top of the world, you had everything in place, you experienced this and, and I had you share that story just so people would know the magnitude. I mean, you you really did have a near-death uh, experience with this disease and uh, your cancer. And then you were able to overcome that. And you were the one that said, I'm not going to let this stop me. And if this isn't going to stop me, nothing else is going to stop me. Is that right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I did something similar to what we're doing in getting myself out of my financial situations. And I utilized what I consider other people's money, which was uh, unsecured lines of credit to get myself back on my feet and back going and, and restructure my life and my stability. And, and I knew in that moment, as I felt as if I was the walking dead, there was, there was nothing dying inside of me. And, and everything that I ever sought after and ever had a tiny bit of a dream or hope for was reignited. And, and at that point, those things were going to become a reality, whether it was that day or a year from then, nothing was going to, nothing was going to die at that moment ever again. And you know, what's, what's so interesting about your experience is that you really took that, took that experience to ignite that in you to say, Hey, I'm going to do whatever it takes. Most people, I think Benjamin Franklin said, you know, uh, most people uh, are die at 25 and are buried at 75 or something like that. And I think that can be so true. And sometimes it takes a wake-up call like you had for somebody to say, I've been letting my finances stop me, or I've been letting this stop me, or I've been letting that stop me, and I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to move forward. So what happened to you? Uh, obviously, you you recovered or you got better uh, from your cancer, and you moved forward. You got financing. Take us on that journey a little bit. What happened after that, after you were at your own funeral? Uh, what did you do? Yeah, absolutely. So at that point in time, I, I realized that, you know, this was a process of mind, body, soul, healing that needed to happen and, and just ultimate perseverance to take place. And, and I stepped into action. And with that, I restructured my finances. I restructured how I did things. And I eliminated all the were most of the belief systems I had, and I just trekked as hard and fast forward as I could with those goals and ambitions in mind, and I, at, you know, a certain point of healing, got back into 
the working world reignited with my partners and I always had this industry in my heart because I was sitting there almost 10 years ago and I had a network within this industry and I said, you know, there's a solution here and there's people with these problems who really need to be benefiting from this that don't know about it at all. And so when I partnered with Sprout, I knew that this was, this was a field and this was the people I needed to help and I developed our program and have just gone full force with it. Yeah, well, you know, it, that reminds me of the quote. It's it's not a lack of resources that's stopping you. It's the lack of resourcefulness. So you really found those resources through your resourcefulness, and now you're doing the same for others. So tell me a little bit more. You mentioned that you had to shift and change your mindset a little bit. So I'm sure that this is a challenge uh, for a lot of people out there. For a lot of us, we're stuck in this certain mindset. What mindsets did you have to change, and how did you change those? Yeah, absolutely. Something that I found that I was in a lot of times is, you know, a lot of times we do do things for um, a material reason or we do things for what the outside world can think. Mm -hmm. And we do have the tendency to let other people's opinions, thoughts, and actions affect us. And I had to really look inside myself and realize what was important and what was not. And it may not be that I had the biggest, nicest car at that moment, but in that moment, I had my life. And in that moment, and in every moment after that, everything was about that next step. And it's not about taking giant leaps at a time. It was about that next step and every success along the way so that a week from now or a month from now or a year from now, I can turn around and look and say, it may not have been one big leap, but look at how many amazing steps I took along the way and how many accomplishments I made as opposed to I try to take one leap and fail. Yeah, you know, this and, re- that's, so, that's so true. Yeah, keep going, keep going. I'm just loving what you have to say. <laughs> and so um, another thing was, you know, there's a lot of people who tell you no along the way. Yeah. And being in the financing world, there's a stigma to us. And... I had to break through that and I had to realize no matter who said no or no matter who may have been uncomfortable with hearing the word a financing consultant or somebody doing financing, that the benefit to it is the financing, yes, but it's also myself and I know what I can bring to it and therefore I had such unwavering belief in myself and whom I was, which was something I had to really find and develop that at this point in time when I sit and speak with somebody I know not only are they getting a great benefit from our services but they're getting a great benefit because I'm delivering them and I'm not just somebody doing this as a job I'm somebody doing this because I'm passionate about the industry I'm passionate about people moving forward and finding opportunities and growing and and evolving and I had to find that within myself And I had to hold that no matter how many no's or no matter how many people wouldn't answer my call or give me an email back just because of a stigma or because of they just weren't willing to give the time. Yeah. Well, and you are very confident, and that's something that struck me right from the beginning. Uh, So what would you say to somebody, an actionable step 
that helps them be more confident in themselves and their why and what they're doing? I would say as far as finding your steps and your, and your thing, a lot of it for myself was stopping and taking the time to learn myself and to heal and accepting that we're not all perfect and we don't have it all figured out. And if you stop and you really listen to yourself and what you personally need and not what everyone around you needs, and you can develop and put that out and then find the solutions for it and be willing to accept help, that is what really helped me step into my first step of it. Once as I was willing to come to terms with what it was that I needed and then take that next step of accepting help and looking for solutions in an outside of myself way, it allowed me to really start developing my confidence in myself because I realized who I was and, and where I was going. But I feel as if so many of us are so afraid to really sit and be with ourselves and accept things. And so many of us are so afraid to ask for help. There's amazing people out there with their hand out just waiting for you to grab it and willing to help you. Well, and that's something and that, that was the biggest thing for me. That, and that's something that I think a lot of us struggle with. We want to do things on our own. We want to be independent. But really, we are all interdependent upon one another. And something that struck me as I got to know you personally on this cruise was how willing you were, how many times you acted as that hand in uh, giving other people, uh, giving to them, sharing with them. And that's something that's behind the scenes that not often people get to see, but I think is really important when you're working with somebody to know their character. And I'm here to tell you, Ashley is a giver. She is, she is one of the ones, and maybe you were that one asking for help at a certain time. And I think we all go through these cycles where sometimes we're the ones needing help. Sometimes we're the ones giving help. But every opportunity I saw you were there giving help. Something else that you said reminded me of an experience that you and I had as we were on this networking cruise, which, by the way, if any of you are looking to uh, to go somewhere fun and close deals at the same time, uh, call me, call Ashley. We, we were on this uh, amazing cruise with Roger Salam, networking cruise. He's been trying to get me to go for years. I finally said yes this year. I do not regret it. Amazing opportunities, literally closing deals as we're in the hot in the jacuzzi, you know, on the, the ship and um, just getting to know some phenomenal people. But one of the experiences that Ashley and I had was where we uh, were able to hike up a Mayan pyramid on the Yucatan Peninsula. And something you said earlier is that sometimes people are just looking at the big goal, maybe their BHAG, right? <laughs> big, hairy, audacious goal. And they're thinking, how am I going to get it? And it seems so scary. And you said, just go one step at a time. Well, this reminded me as you and I were on this trip and we climbed up this Mayan pyramid. As I was climbing down, I was just going step by step by step. I wasn't really holding on to the rope. And I'm a little afraid of heights, but I knew if I just focused on the step in front of me, I'd be fine. Well, there, as I was about halfway down in the middle of the pyramid, was somebody from our party who was crippled by fear. They were looking at the bottom. They were holding on to rope, sliding down literally on their bottom. And um, some somebody behind them said, don't be scared, just focus on one step at a time. And as I was going down, I thought that's what 
was enabling me to go down the pyramid towards my goal, which was the bottom, was I wasn't looking at the bottom, I was just looking one step at a time. This person was focusing on the bottom instead of one step. And I think when it comes to our life and our goals, sometimes we're just looking at that end goal. It seems really steep and it seems really scary, but if we can just focus on the step in front of us and go one step at a time, eventually we'll reach that goal. So, um, Ashley, we're... Absolutely. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say something that worked really well for me that was a, a tip and a step that I had to learn that may help some, may not, is I was incredibly consumed in the digital world and my computer. I work on it daily on my phone, and I would write my action steps, and I would put them on my phone, and I would put them on my computer. But it seemed as if they weren't getting done. Mm. And when I went back to the basics, and I bought a case of legal pads, and I bought a box of pens I like to write with. And I bought a you know, giant poster board size pad of paper to draw the experiences that I wanted to have. Something about the actual action of taking my pen and putting it to that piece of paper allowed free-flowing you know, thought processes. And I was able to put even further steps in there and break them down and start achieving them. And... Something as well as uh, checks and balances. What were my goals? And when I achieved them, putting them on a list next to it of achieved goals. Because so often we are focusing on, here's our goal list, and then we get something done and we take it off the list and we forget that we achieved it. Yeah, we forget to celebrate that goal. That's so true. And Ashley, I'm learning so much from you. You really are uh, one of those people that I look at and I think, of wisdom. I think you are very wise. And coming up next, we're going to hear more from Ashley. We're going to take a quick commercial break here, uh, but don't go anywhere. Ashley is going to tell us how she, and, and by the way, I'm going to reveal your age or around your age, Ashley, because you guys will be blown away when you hear this um, when we come right back. More with Ashley Essex. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Have you ever checked out In the Limelight with Clarissa Burt? You don't know what you're missing. Clarissa has a great circle of friends and influencers. How do you live a model life? Find out when Clarissa puts her amazing guests and engaging topics under the spotlight. We'll talk with the masters from art, science, food, health, finance, beauty, and business. You really can't miss a single show. Join us every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guaranteed, it will be the best hour of your week. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. 
To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back, everybody. I'm just laughing because we got Facebook Live going here. I've got a, a bunch of uh, wow faces coming up. Uh, Erica says hi to both of us, Ashley. So hello to, to Erica, who is uh, joining us hello, from Erica. New Mexico. Yeah, she was on her cruise with us, too. So she's giving us some hearts here. Yeah, I love Erica. <laughs> I do, too. Thanks for joining us, Erica. So, Ashley, um, I told everybody I was going to reveal your age. So normally when you reveal a woman's <laughs> age, you'd be like, no, don't do it, don't do it. But I think this is really important important and also speaks to a lot of what you've accomplished. And then I want to go back to that legal pad uh, that you were talking about. But for those of you listening, you may think, wow, Ashley's accomplished a lot in her life. She's already gained a fortune, lost a fortune, you know, you know, doing well again, uh, helping people. She's figured out her why. Ashley, you want to tell people how old you are? You want me to? I'm 28. She's 28 years old. Can you believe that? So uh, so she, I mean, this goes to show you when you have a goal, when you know what you want, uh, you really can accelerate your life. And here's the deal, too. I think you struggling uh, with cancer really uh, helped you gain wisdom, focus, and perspective on life that a lot of us really don't gain until we're a little bit older. So uh, that was a big, I think, a big thing or part of your life and helping you get to where you are today. Do you have people that are surprised when they find out how old you are and all that you've accomplished and done? Yeah, absolutely. I, I have people surprised all the time. And, you know, a lot of my communication is with people via the phone. So they don't get to see what I look like until I meet them in person. And, and a lot of people, and I don't reveal my age. Yeah. So a lot of people are shocked. <laughs> you don't get on the phone and be like, hey, my name's Ashley Essex. I'm 28 years old. <laughs> yeah. So, but something that I find amazing is, is you know, going through an experience like cancer, I, I don't know the exact statistical numbers, but it's, it's much more common these days. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of us are experiencing it. And you have a decision that you have to make. Either you're going to live or you're going to die. And mm-hmm. un- unfortunately, that's the reality of it. And I, I made the decision that I was going to live. And I was going to be one of those people who did. And you said that about, you know, most people die at 25 and, or. Yeah, they die at 25 and they aren't buried till they're 75, you know. Uh, Right. Don't live their life. Correct. There you go. (laughs) And, you know, the amazing thing that I found is that I feel I was born at 25. Uh, When I finished my last treatment, when I was going into that birthday party that I walked into my funeral, it was my 25th birthday. And that's when I really made a decision that I was living the rest of my life in a very certain way and nothing was going to stop me and, and nothing was going to be left in, in me at the time that I died. So I got that great opportunity as much as, as cancer is a horrible thing and it was one of the worst experiences of my life and I do not wish that upon anybody in the world. Uh, it was the greatest gift I could have ever been given. So my question to those of you that are listening is if you could be reborn again, if you if you had that opportunity to really look at your life and say, I've been given a second chance, what would you do that you aren't doing now? What is it that you feel like you need to do? And, and here's a question that I often ask people is, do you feel like you have more to offer the world? And if your answer is yes, then think about what you would need to do in order to go to bed every night feeling fulfilled like you've made a difference in the world. I think a lot of us live with that big empty hole. I know I did for years, that hunger inside of me, just feeling like there was something more I was supposed to be doing. And it hasn't been easy, but once I finally said, 
you know, really spent time with myself, like you said, figured out what that was and decided that I was going to move forward and not let anything stop me. I have been able to go to bed with that peace of mind, with that feeling like I am making a difference in the world. So I appreciate you sharing that. Let's go back to this legal pad real quick here because I, I want to make sure I got this right because I, of the successful people I know, there's something that I've recognized that they all have in common and they all do writing exercises, not typing exercises, not putting in your phone exercises. They have papers, they have pens. So what you were saying is make a list, write it down, but then when you complete something on that list, check mark it off and celebrate it. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. So that's something that I do. I, I do vision boards. I do all of these things. And I actually have a board of my goals and I have a board of my achievements. And I move it from one board to the other. Nice. When I make a list and I have a list of goals going down a page, as I complete them, I don't scribble them out. I check them. And I'm kind of a clean freak when it comes to organization. <laughs> Which also made and you a so great I roommate. Like <laughs> I don't like something still being on a list when it's done. Yeah. But I don't like additional marks, but I check it and I don't mm-hmm. remove it. And then when that pa- page is done, I still can see everything. And when I may be feeling down, none of us are per- perfect. We're all going to have days that we still feel down and that we get bummed out or that we don't feel like we're not achieving enough. I go back to that list and I see all of those check marks. And I get to revisit the moment in time that I you know, completed those tasks, that I achieved those goals and immediately can pick myself back up. And it's something that not only holds you accountable to your goals, but also accountable to the state of mind and the state of being that you need to be in, in order to have these successful steps and moments and and continue to be successful moving forward. I think that that is so true. We, we get, we get so alive in the moment, which is good. It's good to live in the moment, but when we have those downtimes, it's hard to remember what we've accomplished. And I know something that I used to do, and this is reminding me of it, I need to do it again, as I had a vision board, and as things, I, I completed things on there, I'd take the picture off and I would put it in a binder. And it was my achievement binder, and on those bad days, I would look at all the things that I've been able to accomplish in life, and it really helped me feel good. So I, I like that idea, and I think there was something really powerful that you said, you don't cross things off a list, you check mark them. And I think subconsciously, that is very powerful for our brains. When we cross something out, it negates it. It, it means it's not important anymore. But when you check something, it means you've done it. So I, I, I know these may seem like trivial things, but I think it's so important for the subconscious mind to see that you've accomplished something and to celebrate that, see those achievements. So let's shift a Absolutely. little. Let's shift a little bit here. We've talked a lot about you personally. Um, being able to achieve different things. We've talked about uh, some of the steps that you've taken and you've shared with us. I know I've, I'm going to do some of these. Uh, you've, it, these are great reminders mm-hmm. to me. But let's talk a little bit now about the financial world because you are now helping other people be able to achieve their dreams, being able to do the things uh, that someone once helped you do. And I want to talk a little bit about how you're doing this. It was so funny because when I posted on Facebook that you were going to be my guest today, immediately somebody posts on there that you've been working with, oh, Ashley's amazing. She's great to work with. You've got to listen to the show. And this is a person who is a friend of mine and who I know uh, it really talked with her and she she has been wanting to do things for years and years and couldn't figure out a way. And she kept getting a little bit ahead financially and then falling back and a little bit ahead and falling back. 
And once you connected with her, she got the financing she needs. She's now moving forward full speed ahead with her dreams, what she's wanting to do. She's able to start monetizing that. So what what is it that you really do for people financially? Absolutely. So what we do is we help people obtain funding based on their credit and based on their situation. So a lot of times these traditional lending solutions won't lend to a lot of people. Uh, so what do you mean by traditional w- what do you mean by traditional lending solutions? Um, and and you got to remember I don't have a financial background so maybe I'm asking <laughs> some of these questions for me but so but you, traditional <laughs> what's traditional? A lot of times if you walk into just your your bank, your credit union, mm-hmm. the things of of those things and and if you walked into your bank and you said listen, I need whatever it may be, $30,000 because I want to start this dream business or I want to invest in myself for this, you know, developmental program. They're going to say, yeah, we can't, we can't do that. Well, they would you laugh at you, right? Out of house. <laughs> they would, yeah, they they would, would be like, yeah, you. right. <laughs> you know, do you have a house we can borrow again? Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have all of the documentation to go with it to prove that you can borrow against your house? Do you have this? Do you have that? Do you have it? So what we've done is we've found ways that generally there's a lot of people who know of them and there's also a lot of people who don't that can access unsecured lines of credit at 0% interest for 12 to 24 months, which gives them the ability to obtain funding for these programs without having to, what I would say, you know, leverage their assets or leverage their firstborn child in order to do so or just get laughed at and walk away in shame. Well, a lot of us... We do it based on people's credit score. Right. Well, a lot of us entrepreneurs, I mean, we have families or we have, uh, you know, other people that our choices would be affecting. I mean, to, to use your house, to borrow against your house, that's pretty scary. I mean, you, your family can be left without a roof over their head. So I, I, I do agree. And I like I like what you're saying, not to have to use those personal assets to lend against. Uh, the other thing that really struck me, too, the 12 to 24 months was zero percent interest. Is that right? Did I get that right? So that's really appealing to me because a lot of the entrepreneurs that I work with, uh, it's they're they're right on the cusp. They're right there. They know what they need to do to be able to start monetizing their message. They don't have the financing to publish that book. They don't have the financing to get on that stage. They don't have the financing to complete that online course. And if they just did, they would immediately start monetizing. So that really is appealing to me as an entrepreneur because now I can move ahead. I can I can have the money, I can do the things that are going to make me money, and I can pay it back without interest within 12 to 24 months. Yeah. So I, I like that, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and the thing that's great about it is it's, it's based on your credit score. Now, we absolutely in no way, and myself with my own ethics, will not allow somebody to self-harm. So if I'm sitting there and I'm working with clients and I see that they're not in a financial position to, even though they qualify per se a calculator... If they're not in a position to truly qualify and they're going to be self-harming, it's not something that we move forward with. We're in in no way, shape, or form looking to allow people to self-harm or put themselves in worse positions. So when I work with my partners and my clients, I attend events all over the world, like I said, and when I sit down with a, a client of theirs and I'm looking at their profile and I see that this really wouldn't be a benefit and they really need to move things around, it's very important to me to educate them on not only how the financial industry works, the credit industry works, but how they need to 
strategically work their profile and move things around to not only better their situation to get financing from us, but also to better their situation for themselves so that they're not in the same position, you know, months down the road. So it's really, you're giving them an education along with the funding so that they're able to be successful. I think that's so important. And and that's where I can really differentiate somebody who's in it for the money and somebody who's in it for the long haul. Somebody who's in it, you know, to gain a buck at somebody's expense and somebody who really wants to help the world. And uh, from what you're saying, you're you're the person who says, "Hey, I I want to help you. <laughs> I'm not I'm not just in this for a buck. I I want to help you be able to achieve your goals, be able to succeed." So I really appreciate that. And I think, you know, that's where the financial industry has gotten a a bad name sometimes is because there are those people who are just in it for a quick buck or there are those people who don't take time to educate the people that they're lending. They give them the money and then it's like, hey, you know, good luck with this. (laughs) Be, You know, have fun, whatever. So what are some of the things that you do to educate your clients uh, when you work with them, when you're giving them the funding? Yeah, absolutely. So something that I do is I, we get to view their credit reports based on them pulling their credit through our link. So that allows me to give, you know, get an access into their credit reports. But if it's somebody that I'm not sitting with, I would say always pull your credit from a reputable source. There's companies out there who give it for free that are not going to give you accurate credit scores. They're based on a overall picture. Mm-hmm. What ideally you should be doing is pulling a free credit report from annualcreditreport.com from a bureau or from a reputable credit bureau that gives you a three-bureau report with your credit scores. Be analyzing it and make sure that everything's accurate. I can't tell you how many times I sit with people who have things on their credit they have no idea was there. That's not there. I'm I'm sitting here thinking I'm probably one of those people. (laughs) Ashley, we need to talk to you. This also reminds me too, I'm going to go down a rabbit hole just uh, for just a second here, a squirrel moment. I just saw Eric Swanson's on uh, Facebook Live here watching. Uh, He does the Habitude Warrior Conferences. And I just want to mention that there's a couple of different people out there, different groups who you might be able to service. One would be the people that are looking to finance their dreams. Another group that's really great if you're out there listening and you have events where people come and they might have the potential to purchase something, or you're a speaker or somebody who has a product where you are asking people to purchase your product and maybe they sometimes have trouble with financing, like you know it's going to be the right fit for them, you know it would help them, they just don't have the funds to do it. Ashley's a great person to work with um, to be able to do that for your audience's for your potential clients. So I, I just wanted to throw that out there because I saw Eric out there. And by the way, if you haven't checked out Mr. Eric Swanson, Habitude Warriors, great, uh, great guy to check out. I know you and I have worked together at several events uh, that David Fagan has put on. Uh, I started, I, I think we met and you started coming to those events. And um, so he he utilizes you in, in your services. He puts on phenomenal events as well. You've mentioned some other people that you've worked with. So I just wanted to take a moment to mention that um, while we had some people listening there and had some people on. I also wanted to give a huge shout out there to Eric. Um, So when it comes to financing and credit scores, back to your credit score, uh, what I think I didn't realize, and most people probably don't, is that there are different ways to pull credit scores and to understand credit scores. And you do want to make sure that you're using a reputable source. Is that correct? Absolutely. And you want to make sure that there's accuracies on there. There's people who come to us all the time who think they have phenomenal credit. They pull their credit scores and it's in the tank and they don't know why. And it's (laughs) because... There's things on there that shouldn't be on there that aren't theirs. There's things on there that 
shouldn't be on there because they paid them off, but it was never cleared. Wow. There can always be discrepancies in your reports, and you need to ensure that it's on there. Now, credit isn't the end-all, be-all, but what it does is it allows you an opportunity to utilize other people's money that you otherwise wouldn't have access to. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's genius. What the credit industry has done is genius. And when you utilize it in the right way strategically, it can be an incredible gift. Now, it can also be an incredible harm, but Mm -hmm. we ideally would be using it as a gift to help us advance in places that we wouldn't normally be able to advance in. (sighs) So making sure that everything's accurate on your report is a huge, huge thing. And cannot stress that enough, a lot of these other places are giving inflated numbers, they're giving credit scores that are incorrect, and and just get your report from a reputable place, review it, review your scores, and really make sure everything's accurate. You have the ability to dispute through them as well if it's not. Well, that's great. making sure that your credit's in the best health. And, you know, they say credit's a wonderful servant and a horrible taskmaster. And it really is true. If you have your credit under control, you can really make it work for you. If it's not under control, if you've got some things on there that are uh, hard, it can be a harsh taskmaster. So, Ashley, I know you've got some more great tips for us. It's time for another break. I can't believe the show's already two-thirds of the way over. (laughs) It's just been flying by. Uh, So I'm learning so much from you, uh, not only life lessons about what you've been able to overcome uh, surviving cancer, being 28 years old, having this uh, really wise perspective on life that most of us don't gain until our uh, older years or more mature years. And uh, you've also been sharing some great financial advice. So uh, when we come back, Ashley's going to share some more financial tips with us to make sure that you're in a position where you can make money work for you and not against you and be able to uh, fund or finance your dreams. So come Coming right up, we'll hear more from Ashley Essex. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune into Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. And get amplified. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. 
All right, if you're just joining us, I'm here with Ashley Essex. Ashley is considered a financial expert in her field. Uh, She's been asked to appear as a financial expert at over 200 prestigious events. She's worked with 70 of of the uh, industry. When I say industry, I'm talking about speaker, thought leader industry. She's worked with over 70 of the industry's top leading experts. She's traveled internationally uh, with people like Les Brown, and she is helping people to be able to fund and finance their dreams. Now, Ashley really has a why that sound. She went through her own experience uh, where she basically was on her deathbed from cancer It was able to survive, made the decision that she was going to live. And not only was she going to live physically, she was going to live life to the fullest. She was able to, get, to finance uh, her dreams and is now fulfilling those dreams and is passionate about helping other people do the same. And Ashley, before break, you were talking with us a little bit about credit. And I know for me, and I don't know if anybody else out there feels the same way, but when it comes to money, when it comes to credit, I'm just kind of like, ah, I don't want to have to worry about it. I don't want to have to think about it. But what I've realized as an entrepreneur, you really do have to have a handle on your finances. So uh, do you have any other tips for people like me or people out there that that just are trying to get their finances in order? Maybe they're small business owners, entrepreneurs. What other tips do you have for us? Yeah, absolutely. I would say, you know, really analyze, when you analyze your report, getting out a piece of paper, again, back to my legal pads, and making a list of, if you have credit cards, what are your limits and what are your balances? Mm -hmm. And when you do so, the way that the credit industry works is your score is weighted by how much balance you have, your debt to balance ratio. So... A tip to put into place there and something that I've utilized, something that I've you know, educated many people to utilize is when you write down all of your balances to your limit, your credit score increases at a 50% debt to utilization ratio. So if you can get things down to 50%, it increases. Well, it mm-hmm. also takes another significant increase at a 35% ratio. Really? So what I always say is your first goal is calculate out what is 50% of your limit, you know, calculated with what is your balance. So if, you're, if you know that you have a $10,000 credit line mm-hmm. and so your 50% ratio would be 5000 Now, if you have 6000 on it, your goal would be to get that to $1,000 lower, at least to the 50% ratio. Yeah. And you're going to pick up some points at that point in time. Now, also calculate your next action step would be to get it to 35% because you're going to pick up another significant amount of points at that point in time as well. So my first goal for everyone I speak with is always work as hard as you can, as best as you can in your circumstances to get any credit lines that you have to a 50% ratio. A lot of people are so focused on, I'm going to pay one card off at a time. Yeah. Well, that doesn't actually benefit you. It hurts you. It doesn't help you. You're really? better off huh. spreading your money across your lines and getting, okay, I have five lines. The first one's at 50%. Now I'm going to walk to the next one. Now the wow. next one's at 50%. I'm going to walk to the next one. And then circle back around and now get it down to 35%. And then the next one's at 35%. Doing so is going to allow you to pick up far more points on your credit score than doing one at a time. Because if you pick up one set of points for paying off a credit card, it can be anywhere you know, in the, I would say, 10 to 20 range. I'm just throwing a number out there. Mm-hmm. Now, if you get them to a fifth, that's across one line. 
Now, if you can get them to a 50% ratio or a 35% ratio, you're picking up, up the same amount of points, but you're picking it up across all five lines. So well, would you rather pick it up one time on one line, or would you rather pick it up across all five lines? That makes perfect sense. And, you know, I, I'm not going to mention any names, but I know there's some pretty popular people out there uh, who say, you know, in order to pay off debt, just focus on one thing at a time, pay it all off. But, you know, it kind of goes back to, to that, what we were talking about, just taking things one step at a time. We are talking about that ancient Mayan pyramid and going down that steep decline rather than focusing on the bottom, which seems so far away and getting scared of the heights, just taking one step at a time. I think, you know, for me, that's where I get so overwhelmed. I think about paying off a huge huge credit card that I have and I think oh it's never going to happen but if I look at it and say okay I can get it down to 50% I can get it down to 35% and if I know that that's going to raise my credit score uh, that's phenomenal now if I have in what you're saying is if I have more than one card if I have two or three cards rather than say I'm going to pay off card one and then I'm going to pay off card two and then I'm going to pay off card three get card one down to 50% then card two then card three then card one down to 35 card two card three that that to me seems so much more doable and less overwhelming so fantastic tip and I do have to tell you usually when people start talking about finances and numbers I shut down. I'm just like, okay, whatever. And it kind of turns into, you know, Charlie Brown's teacher, the wah, wah, wah. Because um, yeah. I've just never really considered myself a financial person. But the way you just explained that makes a lot of sense. And I really liked uh, how you just explained that. So thank you for me. And I'm sure there's other people listening out there too who feel the, feel the same way. And uh, we'll tell you how you can get a hold of Ashley if you want to thank her in person for all these tips. I think the show has probably had more uh, actionable items than almost any of my other shows that I've had everywhere from personal uh, to financial to, you know, being a good person. So you really are just a wealth of knowledge. I think there's some people out there that just are wise and you are one of them. So uh, I've appreciated you sharing your wisdom. You know, what I love to hear, Ashley, is a success story from one of your clients that you've worked with. This is my my favorite part of the show, hearing, hearing success stories. So do you have a success story that you could share with us? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's so many people that I get to deal with every day, which is just, you know, absolutely incredible. I know you have some success stories there on Facebook that wanted to, you know, be shared. But, you know, without giving names, we ha- I, have, I deal with people every day. And I've, I've been sitting in a room with somebody who was, you know, just absolutely in tears because, A, their credit was not the way that it was supposed to be. There was something showing on there that was an, an entire digit off. It was supposed to be something that was... 4,000 and it was showing up on there as 44,000 as a debt and uh, educating them through how to get that corrected and get that off. And that was, you know, limited by not only their beliefs, but the beliefs of the people around them. And by stepping into their, their own belief and being able to be walked through a process, we were able to obtain them a large amount of money, $75,000 at 0% interest for yeah, and 24 I, months. I do want to cut another squirrel moment here. I do want to bring this up because the people who I've seen you finance, uh, although you can do smaller amounts, we're talking larger amounts, like 25, 30, you know, obviously you just mentioned $75,000. So, you know, some people may think finance and they may think, oh, a couple thousand dollars. No, you, you can get these large amounts. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Okay, keep going. Yeah, absolutely. Um, We were able to get her that financing, and not only was she able to step into the next phase that she believed in herself for and that she wanted to do and has always been a dream of hers, but get herself out of a situation that was harmful and 
harboring and controlling and, and really allowed her to just become the person that she had always dreamt of being and, and have a very successful, not only business moving forward, becoming a real estate investor, but allowed her to now be herself and take care of herself and be dependent and really got her ball rolling. What is that moment like when you look into somebody's eyes and realize that uh, through your company and what you're doing, you are literally making their dreams come true? How does that feel? Oh, it's, it's incredible. I can't, I can't even, I, I, I can't even put it into words. It, it truly is incredible. Wow. Well, you know, if there's somebody out there that's listening, if, if you're listening to the show right now, if you're saying, there are some things that I want to do, I'm, I'm not sure if they're possible, but if I just had a little more financing, if I had some more funds, I'd like to do them. You want to talk to Ashley. Ashley, when somebody talks to you and they're interested in financing, is it going to hurt their credit score to talk to you for you to pull some things up? I know I, I'm, I'm always concerned about that. No, absolutely not. So we have a, a dedicated link and a, a process that we utilize, and it's a soft pull on your credit. So by pulling your credit report and seeing if you're pre-approved through us, it's a soft pull, won't hurt your credit at all. What it'll allow us to do is, A, either pre-approve you, B, if you do get declined, then we can look over it, and I can give you some action steps on how to, how to help you out of that situation and right. advise you or educate you on what your next steps would be so that you can get closer to achieving those goals and get funded. Yeah, and you really are a financial advisor. You just aren't somebody who's going to give somebody money like we talked about before you're educating. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're educating people. If, if you want to be educated, if you want to see if this is a possibility for you, if you're one of those people who just said, hey, the only thing that's standing between me and living my dreams, fulfilling my potential, doing what I really want to do, getting out of this bad situation, whatever it is, if you are that person that's feeling like you are limited by your finances right now, um, Ashley, how can people get a hold of you? I would say your best first step is to go through a dedicated link that we have for all of the listeners, which would be apply.sproutfin, which is S-P-R-O-U-T-F-I-N.com forward slash full intuition. What that'll allow me to do is know where you came from and what advice you're looking for. Uh, I also can be reached via email, which is A-S-H-L-E-I at sproutfin.com. Shoot me an email. We can chat, whether that be about your report or if you're somebody looking to get financing for people who are coming to your event. Either way, you can reach me there as well as through the link. If if it's somebody who wants to get advice on their finances, I would advise go through our link before you reach out so that I can ensure that I have time to look over that before we chat with you so that I can give you some real action steps and, and know what, what I'm looking at and what we're dealing with here. So again, that's apply.sprout, like you're sprouting seeds, sprout fin, fin is short for financial, apply.sproutfin.com forward slash soul intuition, S-O-U-L intuition, I-N-T-U-I-T-I-O-N, I think. It's my own company. I'll spell it, you know, everything. <laughs> it's really hard to spell. It's like uh, reflexology, intuition, uh, coalition, you know. Um, but you get the idea. You get the idea. But, hey, it really is. It's not going to cost you anything uh, except for an investment of a few minutes of your time. Find out if this is a possibility for you. Don't let your finances limit you anymore. Uh, Ashley, at the end of the show, I always give my guests an opportunity to leave one 
final word, one piece of advice or wisdom uh, with with the listeners. So if there's one thing that you want people to get from the show or one word piece of advice you want to leave them with, what would that be? I would say, hard to give, give one, but I would say always look into opportunities that you don't know what you don't know. And if you think you know what you know because of what somebody else told you that isn't in the position that you want to be in, then you really don't know. So always look into it. Always educate yourself. And make sure your education is coming from the people who know what they're doing. There's always somebody who has a specialty in that field. And that's who you need to be talking to. And Ashley, you are that specialist when it comes to uh, advising people financially and providing them with funding. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Literally, Ashley is joining us from the side of a freeway uh, because she's on her way traveling somewhere. She pulled over. She's out of the car. I think her fiance is in the car. She is out of the car talking to us on the show today. So Ashley, it's been a real pleasure to get to know you, uh, not only on the cruise, but in person. If you want to get to know Ashley in person, there is an upcoming event which she will be attending uh it's called the big book and magazine summit you can find out more about it at big book and magazine summit.com this is going to be at the end of the month the 18th 19th and 20th of january in la uh, if you really want to come to that event reach out to me i'll see if i can get you uh, a, a discount on a ticket or maybe even a comp ticket into that i'll be there ashley will be there you can meet her in person if you are thinking about writing a book, uh, publishing an online magazine, want to reach more people, want to be able to really monetize your content. This would be a great event for you to come to. So again, Ashley Essex, thank you so much for joining us. And remember that the one difference between a good show and a life-changing show comes down to one thing, and that's action. That action step is up to you. So take one thing that you've learned from this show today, apply it to your life, take action, and live a better life. Until next week, everybody, this is Allison H. Larson, and you've been listening to Spotlight. for making us a part of your week. Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show, can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go make a difference and be sure to tune in again for the next show.